Hey everyone, this is Annabelle Mihangos. Thank you so much for checking out the Law of Gold podcast. Today we're going to be talking about the magic of thinking big. And this is written by David J. Schwartz, PhD. Right on the title it says, Acquire the Secrets of Success, Achieve Everything You've Always Wanted. And I'm reading this book. I'm going to read one hour every single day until I finish this book. I'm pretty sure it's going to take me about a week or a little bit more than a week. But the chapter that I read today was Build Confidence and Destroy Fears, Chapter 3. And it really goes into how it's really, really important to build your confidence and get over like the, the self-appearance um, issues that a person may have. And really, really important to destroying the fear. Because I know a lot of times, especially me, when I first started entrepreneurship and all this personal development stuff, um, I had a lot of fear and, and anxiety when it came to going to these networking events, uh, meeting new people, connecting and networking and all these different things. I had a, a lot of fear when it came to that, and especially public speaking. Oh my gosh, I hated public speaking. I still kind of do, but I know that the action in and of itself is going to help me get over that fear until eventually I'm going to be able to get in front of thousands of people and have um, and really impact and influence a lot of lives. And that's part of the thing that um, this book and David Schwartz really gets, gets into how the fear is always going to be a lot worse than the action itself. He actually mentions how uh, part of the training of uh, some of the people in the Navy, then now it's mandatory that they need to learn how to swim. And so part of it really is that so there's a lot of people that go into this program in the Navy and they go into the program not knowing how to swim, but it's mandatory for them to know how to swim. So they have to go through these swimming lessons. And one of the things that they do in order to teach them about how to like get over their fear of water, how to float, how to swim and all that stuff, basically is that there's a, like a springboard. Um, if you can think of like a diving board, it's six feet up above the water and they just have to walk across it and jump off into the water. Super simple stuff. Now I say super simple because I've done things like this. Uh, I know how to swim. I'm not uh, I'm not afraid of water, bodies of water like that. I've j- jumped into lakes. Um, I actually sprained my right ankle by jumping into a lake off of a tree. And um, I jump into the pool and all that fun stuff. But for people who don't know how to swim, that simple task of jumping off the springboard into a body of water is very daunting. And it creates a lot of anxiety, a lot of fear. And the way that DJ Schwartz mentions on how to actually get over that fear is that someone had to accidentally, quotes around accidentally, push them off the springboard into the water. And just by that simple action, even though it was quote unquote accidental, it helped them get over their fear because they took the action to do that thing that they were afraid of. And that in itself helped them get over the fear. And he explains how oftentimes a lot of our fears preventing us from doing the things that we know we have to do or the things that we should do. And so just simply by taking the action of doing it helps us get over the fear so that next time it's a lot easier, a lot easier and a lot easier until eventually it just gets to the point where we don't have that sense of hesitation anymore. We may still have a little bit of anxiety. We may still have a little bit of fear, but that hesitation isn't great enough that prevents us from doing it in the first place. So it really comes down to just taking that initial step. And a lot of times when it comes to, let's say, for example, content, creating content, making podcast episodes, making YouTube videos, getting on Facebook lives, things like that. It really is a big hesitation factor because I know I talk with a lot of people about how they should be creating content, regardless of what industry they are in, they should be creating content. But that initial fear of, 
oh, I'm not talking about things correctly. I'm messing up in front of the camera. I'm not doing things uh, uh, well enough. The lighting is not good. The audio quality is not good. But in reality, just taking the initial step of putting that content out there and just continuously, continuously doing it helps you get over the fear until eventually you're going to be able to do it without hesitation. And that applies to pretty much anything. It doesn't matter if it's content. It doesn't matter if you're jumping off of a springboard at six feet above the water. It doesn't matter if it's public speaking. It doesn't matter at all. It doesn't matter what it is. So the fear itself is very, very important that you need to get over, especially if it's something that is going to be transformative in your life or in your career. And one of the things here that David Schwartz mentions is that one of the things that we as individuals, as humans, especially if we want to get into this business world or whatever side of life that you want to apply this to, meeting people. Because I know that it's not your net worth, but your network that really matters. And I hope that you eventually get to the point where you fully understand what that means because the connections that you have in life are ultimately going to be able to help you rise above, further above than the level of success that you currently are. There's always another level and the connections that you have are going to be able to take you there. And so it's really important to get over the fear of meeting new people. And it's something like I mentioned, is something that I personally struggle with, that I have struggled in the past. And I'm, I'm always working on getting over that fear so that I can eventually build up the connection and network to take me to another level. And the way that David just Schwartz uh, mentions is like, it's really three simple steps. And I have, uh, I'm a actually an advocate of this. It's very, very important to practice this. Just three simple steps. The first step is just really walking up to the person and extending your hand to shake their hand firmly. That in itself establishes physical contact. It gets over the whole social awkwardness type barrier. Um, just shake their hands, something super simple. And it's something super common. It's nothing complicated. Shaking hands is something ordinary. Now, I know we are currently in like this whole coronavirus and um, there's a lot of people out there that are really distancing themselves. But once all this stuff blows over and where life gets back to normal, shaking hands is something to really, um, I guess you could say, it's a really good icebreaker, cut, uh, yeah, break the ice and really have some sense of connection to establish eye contact. Very important because you want to make sure that you have that connection with the other person with the handshake creates a physical connection, but the eye contact creates another form of connection, which basically you're telling the other person, hi, I'm here talking with you. And it really creates a really same level of playing field when it comes to communication. And then the other thing is, Hi, it's great to meet you. It's great to know you. And that just simple line, it's great to know you or great to meet you, sets the ball rolling for a conversation. And then what you do after that is really want to make sure that you prepare. Maybe if you're meeting someone that you have a lot of questions for, like you're meeting a mentor, or if you're meeting like a public speaker, have some questions in your back pocket before actually talking with them. So that way you can just continue rolling off your tongue, continue the conversation and so on and so forth. But really that initial part of shaking the person's hand, creating eye contact, and just the initial question or the initial phrase, hey, it's great to meet you, hey, it's great to know you, something like that, gets the ball rolling, and it severely severely and dramatically reduces the awkwardness of the initial um, conversation. So that's something that David J. Schwartz really mentioned, and I, I'm a huge advocate for. I, I think it's something super, super simple that anyone can do. 
Of course, the first time around, it's going to be a little awkward. It may be a little, there may be a lot of hesitation. But like I mentioned before, doing it continuously helps you get over the hesitation until it becomes second nature and nothing really um, negative comes out of it. The other thing really is about, about confidence. And there's something extremely important that a lot of people really need to uh, focus on. And it's something that I've uh, did a lot of things. I've read a lot of books. I've uh, really studied this because it's really important. The manner and way you carry yourself really shows in how much confidence you have in yourself. And this really applies to a lot of things in life, whether you're looking at the entrepreneurship route or if you're looking to be like one of those top level executives or just wanting um, an entry level position in the company as an employee. It doesn't matter what avenue you're going in life, your confidence in yourself is going to be directly translated in the nonverbal communication. And you want to make sure that your confidence is at an all-time high, always. And that is going to be is going to be directly translated in the way you walk, the way you hold your head up, the way your shoulders are positioned, the way that you speak, um, the manner in which you dress. All those different things are going to be directly applied in the way that you communicate with the other person, but in a nonverbal way. And that in itself can completely change the perception that the other person has of you. Now, imagine if you dress really well, you have your shoulders back, you have your head up, you walk really, um, you walk uh, like a with a good pace. You walk as if you, you're going somewhere instead of just mindlessly walking and you dress really well, you're groomed really well. All that stuff tells another person, hey, I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm going to do and I know how to get there. You may not know exactly the answer to those things, but it's it's communicating something to the other person. And that in itself is an icebreaker too. So it's really important to have a really good sense of, of confidence. And oftentimes, confident, confidence is one of the things that, in my opinion, can be built up a lot easier than the getting over the fear type thing. And the reason for that is because you can do a lot of the things physically that will completely change your confidence. I say, for example, like one of the things that I do to really up my confidence when going to these networking events is I do my best to dress nicely. I, I like to dress nice. I have a lot of polo shirts. I have a lot of collar shirts. Uh, I recently got a suit and I it just helps you put your mental state in a completely different level. I wear a watch. Um, I make sure I shine my shoes. I put a nice case on my phone. Those little things really help you change your mentality and the way that you think about yourself. And the way that you think about yourself is going to completely change the way other people think about you too. So you want to make sure that you do everything possible to increase your confidence and that way things will go a lot smoother. Now, of course, you want to make sure that you're respectful of other people as well. And all those different things combined is going to be able to carry you into a completely different level than where you currently are now. Now, of course, all this stuff requires practice. I'm still practicing a lot of these things. And every single chance that I get, I, I do my best to go to events, whether it's for networking or for just, or if it's just something for fun. Because a lot of times just going around these other people who have similar goals and values as you do, it's just going to help you level up to another to another level is <laughs> basically it. So make sure to look for ways to help your your self-confidence grow. And if you have some kind of fear or anxiety that is kind of preventing you from reaching a goal, do everything possible to get over that fear just by simply taking action. And it doesn't have to be like big things too. It doesn't have to be something really, really huge like getting in front of a crowd of a thousand people. It can be something as simple as just making a video. 
you don't even have to post it the first time. Just making that initial video helps you get to the point that you will post it. And then post it, post another one, post another one, and then just keep the ball rolling until eventually the hesitation has gone down to the point where you look forward to doing that thing that you were originally scared of. So thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you got a lot of value value out of it. Um, I'm going to keep reading this book, The Magic of Thinking Big. There's a lot of lessons to be learned that I am... I am really doing my best to study because there's so many things that I want to improve on. But at the same time, I want to transfer all that value to all of you as well. So thank you so much again for listening. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast. And if you can, leave a review. I would greatly appreciate it. It's going to help out tremendously. And until next time, have a fantastic day.